Welcome, everybody. You ever feel like your life is just too complicated? There's too much family drama going on? You don't know who you love sexually and who you're related to? Sometimes it's both. Welcome to the attic. It's Mises Peasies. Look, whoever it came from was going to be the penis smacker. Well, it's not. Hi. Just a ten- it's a meat tenderizer, but... Not, that's, not, that's... You can tenderize it. No, it's not someone's sausage roll... Sausage roller? Pounder. I don't know. <laughs> Ooh, a sausage pounder. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Sausage Pounders. That was my nickname in college. <laughs> Just kidding, you guys. I didn't go to college. <laughs> Welcome. The throat goat. Wow. <laughs> goat, like, short for greatest of all time? Yes. 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 Not that, that you, not that you throat goats. No, I do not throat goats. Unless it was like a goat meat kebab. No. I'll eat a goat. I'll eat a goat. Yeah, no, I don't care for it. Okay. Tried it once, didn't care for it. Anyways. Right. Um, Are you here to read the pamphlet? Guys. All right, this is the last. Uh, I'm kidding, this is you. Oh, shit. We didn't even tell them last time. You know who we are. Uh, You're in the last episode before this, from two weeks ago. I'm Tia, and that's Katie. Perfect. And for this episode, I'm Katie, that's Tia. Yep. And we're doing the... The last installment. The last installment. The first ever pamphlet, the brochure... Oh, my God. ...called Gathering White Clouds. No. Gathering Clouds, the shocking prequel to Rain. It is not. Proper ellipses. The V.C. Andrews story you will never forget. Because you awaken the night and go, what? Huh? So... It's, I, it's, it's 48 pages. It's available only inside of a DVD. <laughs> called Rain, in which the character of Rain is playing the piano on the front. No, you can't handle it. And that never happens. And on the back, it's like, she's 19. She wasn't. She was yep. 16. I don't know. Anyway. Mm. So here's the backy back, boy. <sighs> I know. The shattering prequel that reveals the truth behind the mother Rain never knew until now. Nope. Megan Hudson grew up in a privileged world of fine schooling and fancy sports cars. A world where her troubled relationship with her cold mother and competitive sister was hidden behind a veneer of health. Wealth. 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 Where untamed passions, like those that roiled inside young Megan, were not acceptable. That's not a sentence. It's just words. But the sentence is, where untamed passions, like those that roiled inside of young Megan, were not acceptable. That's a sentence fragment. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Ugh. In college, Megan falls in love with a man who would also be unacceptable in her world. Mm. Their love was powerful and real, and was together it? they dreamed of a future. Did they? Yes. Oh. But fate I would got have, things to say. But fate would have other plans. And soon all that remained of their love was a precious child that Megan would not be allowed to raise as her own or even <sighs> see again. All right. A beautiful baby girl named Rain. She was not named Brain in this book. Yep. So. I don't even care about my notes. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm just going to say, say. Um, so this was a hard boy. And you think like, oh, it's, it's fucking 48 pages. It should Whatever. take maximum an hour to read. Sure. Maximum. Could not. Like, and it's, it's so, it's, and you pinpointed it just yesterday when you said it's so hard to get into. Like, uh, I would st- Stop to write a note, 
and, and then, like, Ugh. and then, like, just have like physical, like, physically, I'm, I'm physically tired, unable of this. to like pick the book back up and bring the words to my eyes. I, I'm no. also sitting weird. <laughs> we open hmm. with a ballerina dream and a jewelry box from Daddy Niederman. This is, that's it. Yeah, that's um, Noted. I, oh, yep. I didn't realize Victoria was younger. I don't know how you didn't. I just assumed that she was older. Nope, she's just a huge bitch. No, I know, but like, <laughs> I also just, I don't know. I, I don't remember um, Grandmother Hudson talking about, like, how she had... Megan, when she was having the affair with Hoopsty Boy. Jake? Jake, yeah. Well, she didn't... Grandmother never told Rain. Jake did. I always I always knew... No, I know. But I'm just saying, like, it's, she wasn't like, oh, and after I had Megan, who's he, what's his... My husband wasn't as interested, and that's one of the reasons... Like, I don't know how she's spent all this time. I feel like I always, I always understood Victoria to be younger. Mm-hmm. She's two years younger. Noted. She's always been a huge Reed tall bitch. Um, what's her facial structure like? The uh, skin just fell from her cheekbones to her jawline. Like, like wet bed sheets. What the fuck? What in the fuck does that mean? Like, what? I don't know. If someone could sketch a picture... Of uh, what it would look like with someone's skin falling away from their cheeks, like a wet, wet bed, bed sheet, like it's wadded up and like I'm. I need visuals for these. God, I'm. I. I am asking you again, dear listener. Please sketch me a doodle. Doodle me a sketch. <sighs> Victoria was so interested in father's business that he threatened her with learning about the business. Yeah, he's like, oh, if you want to ask me questions, I'm going to sit you down and talk to you like a business. She man. was like, I would like to learn that. Thank you. It's just more like saying, like, oh, you like oranges, huh? Well, how would you like to eat an orange? Great. I think it's because she was little and asking little person questions, and he's like, I'm going to bore the hell out of you with big man answers. Megan throws irresponsibility in Victoria's face, just for fun, uh, which tracks for Megan, um, much to Francis's chagrin. I was wondering if uh, this whole dumb pamphlet was going to be how ugly and sucky mm-hmm. Victoria is. She's actually kind of barely in it. They thought at the beginning, at the like beginning. the first half is just about how yes. sucky Victoria is. And then she's like, an and then it's like, oh, I met Larry and that's the next step. Like, it was so, it's very, blah, blah, blah. It's very split Nothing was like focused on long enough or even short enough for it to work. Um, it was really funny because Megan mentions that like there was a moment where Victoria is like trying to put some effort in <laughs> and she, she, she borrowed a... She took out a freaking makeup book from the library. So that was really funny. She went and did her research. She went to the nonfiction section. Speaking of, uh, Frances is noted as fashionable and elegant, but not our usual beauty queen or plain Jane choices. Yeah, so she was like, was she's not a beauty, but she's not not pretty. She's regal. She's chic. She's a queen. She Regal. goes to get a fashion. Majestic. Never frivolous and knows about finances and property, but still doesn't favor Victoria. Like, like Francis is a woman who knows about the business business and is like, fuck Victoria. Yeah. Um, I also ask, why do all these parents have to have a favorite? Um, for sibling rivalry. Yep. So basically, Victoria narks on Megan all the time, and neither of the parents are into it. Yeah, they're like, shut the okay. fuck up. Mm-hmm. 
You're like, you know, no one likes a rat. Daddy hates rats. Daddy hates rats. If riding on someone is the only way to get ahead, stay behind. It's good. good. You know what? Sound sound advice. Daddy likes to get his dick wet. Many sudden business trips. Um, Mm -hmm. And loves Megan more because she looks better. Yep. Sure. Whatever. I mean, she doesn't have like a wet bed sheet face. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, What is that? Francis... Francis doesn't see what she doesn't want to see with regard to, like, the business trips. Um, I feel like that doesn't track. I feel like she was a sharp-eyed hoe. No, it's saying she's just ignoring it. She's oh, like, okay. whatever. Like, she mentioned that before. She's like, yeah, I knew he was probably having affairs. I don't give a shit. Like, she's not, she's not going to get flustered about it. Yeah. She's like, I'm not going to give you that. I realized, too, the grandmother in the last book, Harley's grandmother, mm-hmm. Francine, really not trying with any names. <laughs> oh, oh, your grandmother's name was Francis. Mine was Francine. What? Yeah. Uh, why did I write Daddy's Deluded? I don't don't remember? Great. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> so basically, Victoria has zero interest in anything except business business, and Megan thinks it's because she's ugly. Seriously. She's like, oh, she has to look at her reflection, and that's a bummer. That's why she's a bitch. She yeah. has to look at that fucking face. She, yeah, she has this the inner face. thought that was like, if I looked in the mirror and saw this, like, I'd be, it, even if it was the most wonderful day out, I would be like, I hate, I hate, I hate life. That was a little much. Uh, I noted uh, this is when probably when she got the book of makeup that Victoria tries to do her makeup and hair, and it is tragic. Yeah. Victoria's friends are losers, which is embarrassing for Megan. Because she was like, oh, she hung out with losers, and I was embarrassed. Megan's friends make fun of Victoria, and Megan was like, I can't or don't defend her. She made it point of trying to be, like, redemptive. Like, I just couldn't bring myself to defend Victoria. Maybe I want to do. I don't know. Again, what, what, well, she what is... She was a pain the- in the ass, and they had a horrible relationship. Um... Victoria really wants love and a soft heart, not a spreadsheet heart. Okay. And then I ask, like, does Megan feel sorry for her? Like, I don't understand. Mm. Yes and no. I think it kind of flippy flops around. I don't know. Stupid. I hate this. Megan's first date was at 14 with a 17-year-old. Yeah. Which is... He's a, a senior, yeah. Which is a Niederman age gap. Yeah, it sure is. He's a senior. Yep. Um, she's... She sheds her annoying virginity one night when she's 14 after going to a dance with... His name is Harrison McAllister. Yes, so, uh, who has more in common with Victoria at age 12, question mark, but Megan is prettier. Nice. Yeah, what the f... And then I said, apparently Megan is the wild girl, question mark, Belinda style? Yes. Is, is... uh, We'll get to this, because I have, I have some other thoughts. I have Mm -hmm. some other thoughts. Mm -hmm. We'll leave that there for now. Mm -hmm. Put it down. Mm -hmm. We'll pick it up later. Sure, 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 sure. Um, Megan identifies as the virgin whore dichotomy, basically. But, and she'll, she's like, she'll go out with what's-his-name, guaranteeing a good time. Yeah, like, she was just like, yeah, I knew. She's like, I had never even been, like, seen naked. But she just, like, really wanted you to just, just, like, it's gonna be annoying for me to think about my virginity being taken as something special. So I'm just gonna get it over with. And she said, like, something like, she didn't even realize when it was over. I'm like... Kind of a cave you got. Oh, wow. Kind of a little shrimp dick that guy got. Uh, the girl's bathroom is the classroom of reality. I like that. If True. If you would like to mm-hmm. do this paragraph, mm-hmm. which, which we know. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be sure, I had girlfriends who still considered it not only dangerous, but sinful to permit a boy to touch them under their clothes. Yep. 
in our girls' bathroom, which was really the classmer's reality as far as most of us were concerned, Tamara Ford gave us the benefit of her mother-daughter intimate talks to tell us, when you let a boy touch your naked breasts and stiffened nipples, <laughs> Again with a stiffened nipple. or let him put his hand between your legs, legs, you are turning over the key for him to unlock your precious treasure. Mm. Precious treasure? Most of us laughed at her and teased her to death after that, following in the hallways and calling out questions like, How's your precious treasure this morning, Tamara? She was teased into parochial school. <laughs> that was a fun one. <laughs> Thank you. What the fuck? Uh-huh. Red Treasure Island lately, Tamara. <laughs> really silly. So, that is just silly. Is so silly. Uh, they also heard that public school girls go all the way. And that's how Harrison got his experience. There's like another rich kid guest house love nest and has there's a consensual and curious fuckings. Yeah. But no sister gossip. She was like, Victoria didn't even want to know. Well, because you're a fucking bitch to her. Like, I don't think she's a bitch to her. I think that she is tired of Victoria being a bitch. Yeah, being nasty to her and just like hateful. And so she's like, because she keeps talking about how she wished they had a better relationship. There was. I think a she kind of gave up trying as well. French. French man. An affair with a 25 year old in France. Julian. On a name. class trip when she was a senior. Ooh. Uh, post secondary school, uh, I, wrote, I vibe with her lack of post secondary drive. Mm. So she, it was literally my exact meeting with our guidance counselor. Because he was like, what do you want to do? And I was like, I don't fucking nothing. Yeah, right? <laughs> Which is what Megan, she's like, I don't know, fucking nothing. I really like this. Um, <laughs> Francis says to Megan, like, oh, don't be like Margaret Car- Carlson. And I was like, who the fuck is that? Megan. Nope. Megan? Margaret? Francis said to Megan, don't be like Margaret Carlson. Margaret. And I was like, who the fuck is Margaret Car- Carlson? And then <laughs> I was like, oh, names. apparently it's a girl from Megan's school who only watched birds. Like, she was like, don't be like that person. And then it was like paragraphs. Other th- and then it was like, oh, and that person. And then, I don't know, Megan's narration tells us that Margaret Carlson. I was like, what? It was weird. I, I was just so honest. Shockingly. Like, in such a small book, what a what stupid a, what a, detail to what add. What an aside. You could have put something actually good, uh, appropriate. Anyways, I so, don't know. So, Megan doesn't give a fart about college, but she'll go to Francis's alma mater and it's fine that it's an all-girls school because it costs enough to be comfortable. She's like, as long as it costs a lot. Yeah. Sure. Um, Daddy says, there's plenty of time to be sensible later. I kind of like that. It's good. It's a good vibe. It, sure enough, but not. It, it, she do not be sensible later. No. It's kind of... Well, late, much later. Much later. You know, she's like freaking 19 or mm. something. 20, 19, 20, 19. Okay. Roommate. Oh a black girl. She good at basketball. When Victoria alert, discovered my roommate was black, she grimaced and asked me how I dealt with it. As if I were rooming with a disabled girl or something. Victoria. What year is it? Grimaces. You would share clothes with her? Yeah. I get it. Look. Uh, uh, racism still exists. Horrific racism still exists. Sure. Okay. It, it's still fucking wacky. Yeah, wacky. I guess, you know, uh, lucky yeah. us to not ever experience that. There's that whole brother-sister school. Too many arrogant little princes for Megan's taste. And then, uh, yeah, she... 
all of a sudden, like the co- being in college has her feeling like like a class conscious free spirit, and that's how she ends up dating Larry. Uh, Lynette, her roommate, uh, tall basketball Lynette. Lynette, Lynette's boyfriend and boyfriend's friend Larry. He looks like the poor man's Denzel Washington or Sidney Poitier. So now we have two black men that are acceptable. Yep, that's that's it. That's... Larry on this first date already says he'll live in London, do one of Shakespeare's. Larry does a poem at her, and something stirs inside of Megan. Uh-huh. Her clit. <laughs> <laughs> Why? So she's like, it's a secret romance. And I was like, why does it got to be secret? And she was like, I could never bring him home to mother. I just, I know, I get it. And we had a little bit of it in the last book mm-hmm. about the, raci- the racisms of France. I don't know. I don't know. But Megan's got, like, a hard crush on and a lot of frighten about the interracialness of it all. So it's very It's very frightened. fraught. Oh, my a lo- God. It's, yeah. We have to go out places that no one will see us together. Even though she acts like, yeah, no, I'll pick you up in front of wherever you are. We don't have to meet somewhere secret. And it's like, we went to places where none of my friends would see me. Okay. The jazz club. <laughs> he calls her a week later after his letter simmer, you know what I mean? Letting her clit simmer? Mm. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so, yes. Yeah. Uh, let's see. There is a saxophone that was so sensual. He, she, he surprised her by just joining in the band. And, and fingering that sax. Oh, my God. And he makes love eyes at her after one jazz date. One jazz a day. Because she said something about, um, it's like, my my grandmother was used to say, like, a a branch that doesn't bend breaks, which was also said and in another, End of the Rainbow, yeah. like, the last book. Oh, yeah? Someone, um, it's just Rain com- said that Mama used to say that. I feel like, I feel like it is a common saying it is. in these books. But, well. for, but this literal exact family series. Yeah. Yep. Anyways, two different people's grandmothers said it. Um, and then she said, well, she must have known I was coming. And then that time when his eyes looked at her, it was love. Uh, Megan wants to be wild and carefree, but Larry is much more aware of the Rachel tension. Rachel. Um, Uncomfy was an offer to give money. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, that was... They were, like, hanging out all the time, and Megan was like, well... I can give you money so you can quit your job and hang out with me more. And he was like, ah, ha, ha, ha. I was like, that's, that's fucking weird. No. Excuse me. He was just like, it's fine to struggle. Like, it doesn't, it's it's fine. And, I don't know, she says something wacky. And he, Larry says he loves Megan's ability to satirize herself. And I wonder, I thought she was just being her kind of out-of-touch self. No. And I was just like, is it intentional? I think it was. Yeah, because she had said something like, um... Like something about like driving through life or something. She's like, I don't know. I'm always, I've always been in a limo. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. that was it. Yeah. Uh, they have New Year's together, and Francis gets fucking sus. Um, and then there's a secret pregnancy forever. Yeah. Yep. She finds out that she's pregnant, and she's like, uh. There's a lot of like exposition about it, and would, did she ever consider an abortion? She. Yeah, they talked about it a couple of times. Yeah, she said that she set out twice to go do it. Okay, because then it was like, and then all of a sudden, it was so many four months. Yeah, so right after she found out, she she said she set out two different times to go to a clinic. 
And both times she was just like, like a little voice inside her head was saying, like, you shouldn't make this decision about Larry's child if he doesn't know that this child is. That must see that went on for a while. That must have been why I wrote Eternal. Mm. Uh, Larry gets into Oxford program, and uh, she was very upset about it. And he he thinks it's because like, oh, it's fine. We can still talk. And she was just like, okay. And um, yeah, she she's was about, like, she was about to reveal the pregnancy when he was now just she like, feels I like got she, a scholarship. Now she feels like she can't because he'll stay, and it'll be like not what he wants. Um, and she was like, I didn't even know that you were applying. And he goes, you fill out forms like you fill out dreams. I don't fill out dreams. I don't fill out dreams. What does that fucking mean? I have no, I have no idea. <laughs> I, you fill out forms like you fill out your pants. Well, you know what? <laughs> I think it's true because I don't fill out forms. <laughs> or dreams. Yeah. And so, so then it is an app by proxy. Problem. Yeah. I don't. And then she is just like ang- angie for pages. Like yeah. angie driving for pages. And there's not very many of them. No, there really aren't. She was like a giraffe. She like pulls over to a gas station and well, gets the she water. Like, Larry left, and then she was like, Ugh. and then she's like, no, I gotta go tell him. So she runs after him, is about to call his name, but then stops and like watches him walk off into the sunset. And then she just stands there, and then she angry walks around the campus, realizes that she's crying, and she's like, I don't want to go back into the room, because then Lynette's going to be like, where were you? She probably thinks I'm out having, celebrating with Larry. So then she got in a car and just drove around again. Yeah, stopped at a gas station, got a bottle of water. And called mummy. Called mummy. Wanted to call for daddy, but... So she loves him. But is having a secret baby because of racisms, or she doesn't want to stop him from Oxford? I don't even know. It doesn't. Fu- I guess it doesn't. Both. Fu- Both. Because yeah, he wasn't from an affluent family, so it's like they were talking about like she had a prestigious family name. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, okay. So. So yeah, we have a guest house Burthens. Apparently, there's just a lot of farmhouses in the south where people just get... have a guest house. No, just where. People have secret babies. Yeah. Also. Um, so she's like, from now on, I'm just going to go with the flow, which is trying to set up, like, who her character is in the future. And I have a question, a thinker. Mm-hmm. We have our history of shit moms. Is Megan one of them? I don't know. I guess she didn't have a chance. Yeah. I- Great episode, everybody. Okay, so. So it- here we are. What? Just, it was so unnecessary. Like, I would have rather it just ended with the last book, or we got a real book, and it was Francis younger. Fuck Megan being younger. I don't care. I want Francis's story. Interesting. Yeah. Because hmm. I liked her. She was feisty. I would love to see, like, her... Because she could... We could have still had, like, her side of the stuff going on with Megan and everything, but just, you know, her affair with Jake, being pregnant with Victoria... Victoria huge bitching out of her ute. <sighs> now, now here's a fun exercise. So we're gonna when when Niederman kicks off, we're gonna have to take over. The VC Andrews estate's gonna have to contact us. Okay. So here's what we're gonna do. Stop. Here's what we're gonna do. Okay. We're gonna pretend we just got this and they told us to flesh it out to make a real book. It's okay. not. Yep, it is. It's not. So I got some ideas. Okay. <laughs> Good, good with ideas. Yeah. You can... Go, you're in... Wait, put it down. I'm, no, I'm... That's good. Don't worry. 
I can listen. I can listen and look something else okay. at the same time. Big. The big question is, do we address the daddy thingy? Remember when Victoria was going crazy and we were like, was there a fucking daddy thingy? And I have pros and cons for each. Mm. Um, if we say, we could say no because that's too obvious, been done too many times, mm-hmm, is it mm-hmm. time for something new? Um, if we say yes, um, to, for that continuity's sake, like, is it, was it just Victoria or Megan too? If it's just Victoria, would he be angry over the fact that she is a love child? Would he know that it's a love child? That's an interesting layer. Would it justify Victoria's anger at her prior statements about Megan, mm. i.e. she just pretends nothing is wrong? So, I don't think we would know because this happened to Victoria, so unless it came, or the, the, the illusion. Right, well, I mean, again, with these books, you'd have to be lingering or lurking to get the information. Okay, so, like, Megan would be outside of, like, she had the measles. Like, I don't know. I Sure. I think it, it just should have been, yeah, that could have just been, like, a crazy thing that. Yeah, she, I think that that just, alternatively, that just shouldn't have been mentioned in the last book, because it, it didn't. Yeah. Makes sense. And, you know, that in, can be- in this one, Megan's not giving any sort of vibe at all. Oh, any abuse, yeah. About, yeah, exactly. Not at all. Um, so we can look at, because historically we've had a bad man as mm-hmm. the head of the family. Yep, 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 yep. Um, maybe Victoria is just shitty. Or does she get a why? Do we give her a why? Do we flesh out that why? It, maybe she, could she have always suspected she was a love child? No Or way. does that take that away from the I don't shot? think she ever did, but, but, um, somebody said, I think it was Jake, or so, it was surmised, though, that Daddy Hudson did know that right. Victoria wasn't his. And we never got any, like, obvious, like, that's a great reason for him to be shitty to her. hmm Yeah. But there was never... Any and maybe if we were fleshing this out, mm-hmm. Megan could have lingered or lurked and heard some of that, and mm-hmm. that be told in her voice. Um, did uh, did we ever need a reason for people? This was my did uh, did we ever need a reason for others being shitty, like Malcolm Foxworth or Lillian's father, Captain? <laughs> I just again, I wanted to be Francis. Well, well, then we can write that book in a minute. All right. Okay. Okay. Um, I felt like we would need more Megan High School establishing scenes. Mm-hmm. Is she Belinda, and is this a positive depiction of a fun, rich, or spoiled teen with that sort of morality? She doesn't seem to give much of a hoot about issues. I think that it's not quite like Belinda. But ish, like it's giving that vibe of like, what was her sister's fucking name? Olivia. I mean, this seems to be like the reverse telling of Belinda Olivia. Yes, but I feel like Belinda had like a smudge of like mental illness in there. She, I think she, yeah, she did as well, and also, but like there was the same like sort of no reason for the other sister to feel shitty about the sister. It was like, remember, like Olivia was just like big mad that Belinda. Was like a happy free spirit. The same thing with Victoria. Yes, I'm saying that's okay, yeah, yeah, that's that, that's what that the other sister tracks, but the so, free spirit isn't exactly the same. Yeah, 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 yeah. The other sister is just mad that the that they just don't like the other personality because it's too fun for some they for some reason are just like you need to be serious. I don't know why. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it's I, I mean, eh, just, I just just big mad about it. Yeah. So this is kind of like. 
the Belinda Olivia kind of from Belinda's point of view. So I just would have liked a little bit more about Megan in that high school to establish who she is and would that be this spoiled rich girl? Mm Because it looks like they're kind of going that way, which is why it's so hard for me to buy into her immediate, like, I'm a free spirit now. Like, I just, I did not buy that at all. No, because she... No, that's some debris on here. She go to... Was it Dogwood? Was she going to Dogwood? Yeah. Did she? Or we don't... We sure? I'm pretty sure you are. But whatever. Um, Yeah, I don't know because she talks about, like, as soon as she gets to... I think, honestly... Okay. So, the reason... Yes. Okay, so snobby for sure. And, yeah, it's a shift of perspectives for her and it feels like such a shift because it's a 48 page fucking yeah yeah i mean like what else what else would we have so but it it it, thinking back on it right now i feel like it alludes to her becoming that way because of lynette being her roommate she was like she was just an average girl like because her father is a famous basketball player and she was like she didn't like she didn't like exude any sort of like snobbery or she didn't like glow about the fact that her father was I had a famous career, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I think that that sort of, like, vibe-checked Megan, because she hadn't okay. been around people like that who weren't, like, sort of bragging about bragging my business. daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Because then she was saying, like, the dates that she was going on with the other men just, like, was b- boring her to death with their stories of being on the French Riviera. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yes, it was that. She just, like, sort of realized, like, ugh, like, we this is bad. could have had a little more... Uh, exposition about that relationship and literally as Megan the narrator yeah is changing could have yeah. fucking said that yeah, um, yeah okay. so yeah I think that would have been nice that to like, help have her like realize like as she's talking to people Lynette, that she yeah. normally were talking to like and then like realizing like, more and more like Lynette was so refreshing to be around <laughs> I was like oh man my friends that I kind of hung out with suck a little bit Down yeah there. like wow all we did was talk about I don't know vapid stupid shit obviously, Larry and Megan need to have a lot more relationship-building scenes. Mm -hmm. Because they talk about, like, the future together, like... In one sentence. But, like, I need a a little... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it sounded like they, you know, they had... There was mentions of talks of plannings of things, so we could have had... Yeah. Read those actual conversations. Like, did he, did Larry and Megan talk about, like, what their life would look like? Would she have a job? Would she raise kids? Like... I don't know. I you think, know, like, or what else did they connect with? It's just like Larry showed me this cool thing that was black, and I thought it was so cool, like jazz and a one room apartment. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why they got on. What does Larry see in her more than just like, because she's kind of fun and, and goofy and good to fuck, I guess. Yeah, apparently the first time they kissed, he was like, "I never kissed any any girl like that," because she was. Right after they kiss for the first time, <laughs> Megan's like, don't even tell me you never kissed a white girl like that before. And he was like, no, I was going to tell you I never kissed any girl like that before. I don't... No, I'm not feeling it. Yeah, we don't... I don't really know what... But she kind of mentions that, too. She was like... She became more worried that, like, Larry was going to disappoint himself if he was with her. So, I don't know. Yeah. Just... Just more, maybe it's all pheromones, babe. Yeah, more scenes with them would have been great. And we need more justification for Megan excusing her family's racism 
or more scenes of her struggle with it. Yeah, like, it I was feel weird. like my fam's like, ooh, I, I, they're done. They're not my fam. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, or a lot more of like, I was really torn up about it because of X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. and bip, 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 bip. But it was just like, oh, well, they were racist. It wasn't even that. It was like, I don't, I don't know, because she was like, how could I bring him home? And then she was like, what? one day there was going to be a perfect opportunity for me to bring him home and then I wouldn't care and we'd move to England if they didn't accept us. Like, I don't... Yeah. Something with the family should have come to a head. Now, for continuity's sake, did Larry know he had a child? I can't remember that. So, this book... If if we, the authors, want to maintain continuity, which Niederman does not, but... (laughs) Yeah, so that, I mean, we we would have had Larry know about it then. Because when Rain shows up and meets Larry, he was like, yeah, I've wondered about you. And that's why she was big mad at him, remember? Remember, like, during their conversation, right when they met and she found out that she was his daughter? Yeah, okay. Like, and she was like, you never looked for me? Yes. Okay, so already we got a, we got a hole. Yeah, so I, I mean, yeah, because she was like, Matt, he doesn't say, like, I actually never heard from her again. Now it makes sense. Now it makes sense why I never heard from her again. Mm -hmm. Because I didn't know about you. Holy shit. Like, that wasn't a thing. It seemed like he was like, uh, oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But in this, we're led to believe that she, like, never talks to or... Just done. Yeah. Pieces out. She, like, drives by his house and, like, says goodbye. And then the next day, like, goes home and then whisked off to a farmhouse. Guest house. Farm, farm guest. She's a farm guest. So, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it would have to be that, yeah. Um, okay, so let's... let's so, go- in this one, yes, he would... She would send him a postcard or something Some- to just be like, this happened. Or, like, years and years later... I finally wrote him or, a letter, or... Or we could have a big old scene where she tells him, and then is this like, go. Yeah, right? Yeah, that. Something. 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 So, I'm going to put you, Johnny, on the spot here. Mm. All right. And we're going to talk about the prequel you'd like, which is Francis's story. Yeah. Would we start in her... I feel like we need a little bit of her childhood. Yeah. But none of these, like, before it's, like, <sighs> just my childhood. I was four years old, and then when there was 20 like, pages like left Lillian, of the book, yeah, I yeah. turned 12, and, and then I was 400. I think that that is something that Niederman does because it's that teen year thing. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all it is. We're changing that because these are our books now. Mm-hmm. We're going to get Young Woman Francis. Mm-hmm. Young Woman Francis. Yeah, like, well, we had Young Woman Olivia in, like, oh, Fo- you're right. yep. Foxworth. Yeah. Like, they just talked about her, like, they did an appropriate, like, very small, whatever, okay. and now I'm a teen. Okay. Um, so we don't know much about Francis, so we could just do anything. Yeah, like I'd like to know how she got together with I keep I can't remember the fucking, father's fucking name. Daddy. Howard? No, nope. That's D- someone else. Doesn't matter. But because in this one, Megan's talking about like I can't imagine him courting her. Like I don't know what they saw in each other to make them want to get married. Let's Great. figure it out. I want to do that. I, I also just feel like with um. With Frances as our protagonist, then we have, you know, her being the omniscient one, and she can talk about her husband, she can talk about Megan, she can talk about Victoria. Yep. Yep. I want to know, like, what that whole pregnant 
see was like, where did she go? She already had Megan. I mean, she was she gone for like nine months. Like, why would she have to go anywhere? I don't. Just didn't she go somewhere to have the baby? She just have it at her house. She stay inside. Like, we didn't really get a lot of. I mean, you can say it's your oh, husband. Right, right. That's right. I forgot. Never mind. I forgot about that. Yeah. Usually, you people can't know other people who are pregnant. I forgot she was. I forgot there well, was no secret pregnancy. Yeah, I forgot there was no secret. Just secret you, father. Usually, there's a super secret pregnancy and a switcheroo. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> I know you went. You went duty. Oh, pull back. God. Pull back. So we can. But do still, that. like her turmoil of like, whose baby is this? How she knew? Well, is she fucking more people than Jake? No, no, no. No, I meant between the two of them. Between Jake, between Jake and her husband. Okay. She was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure. But like, okay, there we go. Okay, great. But like, I want to hear about like their love life dry- drying up and her like realizing that he's cheating, but like realizing that she doesn't really care. Like, let's talk about you know, let's, let's, assessing let's, her feelings and being like, you know what? Let's get into young Jake. Shits. Yeah. Where's young Jake? Yeah. How did that happen? Begin. What was like more about his connection with the property? Yeah. What? Where did that go? How and why did they get the property? That would be a great start to the book. Yeah. Because they were yeah. Well, his his grandfather owned it, and then in the Great Depression, they had to sell it. Mm. And that's okay. when the family acquired it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Whatever the the husbands. Husband Hudson, mm-hmm. right? His his family. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, something. I don't freaking know. Okay. Something, something. And then, like, you know, he went away to the, the Navy and, like, ooh, and he came back and then she was like, oh, my God, Jake, you grew up. If you up. put on this lipstick, you would look just like this child. <laughs> um, Just way more interesting because we already had, like, enough of Megan enough. that I don't care about. Sure. Um, I don't care. Like, we got enough of her story that this pamphlet was completely unnecessary. It really was. It didn't. Tell us anything new. We got no new information. Nothing. Except for, like, she went to a farmhouse and no one ever found out. She went like, to a college. It it was pointless. Like, throughout the other four books, we know that, like... We know this. She went to college and she was in a free year. She did a thing and she gave up the babe. I know this. I know this. I, I know this. <laughs> What's that from? It's, I know all this. It's from uh, the Drunk History Hamilton. And he's like listing off like, yes. When they met, the first meeting, it's like, I know all this. I know all this. And he's like, you interrupted me. I'm going to have to start again. (laughs) Uh, Great. Yes, it was. Um, So that's that. And then, so the question I now have, if Francis is so fucking cool, um, is she a racist? No. Because, or was it just, when Rain came to live with her, was it just the scandal? Yes, the scandal. Okay. Because also, I don't know how much Megan is projecting about how her families are feeling. Great. Because Francis never said anything about... That's in the pamphlet. That there's a black, that it's a black man. Like, when when Megan told her on the phone, she was just, like, silent. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, that was it. Like, maybe she was being like, the fuck does she think I care? Or like, okay. Yeah. Great. Or, I don't know. I feel like maybe Megan was more worried about people's perception than... Because we never... She never said anything like that. Like, sure, when Rain showed up to live with her, she was like... And, and a black person. But... Because mm-hmm. she was like, oh. She... Francis did reference the race of Larry when, mm-hmm. like... 
Oh, like, and she had to go, and... I'm like... Of course, it had to be a... Bl- Maybe because also that way... Whatever their community was like. Yeah. Uh-huh. What well, a great topic to explore. Uh, yeah. But I didn't really get, like, a super vibe from that. I think it's just more, like, societal at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, Whatever the time of the time was. Yeah, but it didn't feel like... She- like, she didn't really rant and rave ever about... It was just like, a, oh, of course she had to do this, and of course it had to be, like, an obvious... Yes. State, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, well, those are the books that were could have been written. Um, I would really, really love that. Final, I want Francis. Final question. Mm. Which is a thinker. Mm-hmm. Now, we've we've... Oh, but wait. Well, yeah, hi. <sighs> Another thing, if it's Francis's point of view, she's like in her mind is going to go like she we have the we have the comparison of like her having Jake's baby mm-hmm. and passing it off as her husband's and then all of a sudden her daughter finds Repeating. like she finds out that her daughter is pregnant with like a child she can't keep mm-hmm. like and like what kind of like feeling she had about that cause she can't be like what a connection like I had a really stressful pregnancy that probably also shouldn't have happened at this time like at the time that it happened for me what a great plot point yeah there would have been like that would I mean that was a connection that could have brought them closer you know story but like yeah she couldn't tell Megan like oh pages pages of fraught internal dialogue have been missed I really would have liked Francis as the as our protagonist I think it would have been way more interesting Mm -hmm. I want to know we did we had we had no new information from this this flyer yeah. This paragraph. No, it's just like less. I don't know. <laughs> Somehow we got less. Yeah. Because, <laughs> no, I mean, more questions were like, but but Larry did know that rain existed. I don't know. I don't know. Now, we know. talked before about know. how all of our protagonists were white and we got a person of color. Now, the question is, should, <sighs> should a person of color be written by a person of color because it was very squicky that an old white man was writing for a young a young black lady. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, it's not like... It's not like when you write a movie and, like, cast a white guy to be that Indian guy in Short Circuit <laughs> or, like, cast a straight guy to play, like, a gay character or yeah. a queer person. Cast a straight character, straight person to play as a queer person. Yes, it's not the same. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I feel like it's okay to try to represent, like, to just be like there are different people. Maybe he could have like consulted a few, maybe like a person to ask, like, hey, why don't you share your perspective with me? Yes, I think you could have done more research, but I don't know. Like, but again, I'm not a person of color. Exactly. Like, I don't know. I feel like if you're just writing people and it's a character, that's cool. But if it becomes a caricature, that's not go. cool. Like it, it did, it veered into caricature. Yes, I don't think it was intentional. Oh, it was just him not being sure. He's not clued in, and yeah. you know, yeah. I think it's okay. about that. So like, yeah, part of it's intention, and then part of it's like kind of doesn't matter what your intention was if it's kind of cringy what you're writing sometimes. But um, yeah, but yeah, I think I think it's. I think it's okay to just write as a person. Okay. Write a person. People can Until be interested it, in different kinds of people. And maybe maybe shop this book. Like, let a few other people read it and be like, is this is this getting to an uncomfy territory? Like, mm-hmm, 
maybe source it out a little bit. You're gonna have to recognize that your voice is gonna be different than other voices. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe go to DC. <laughs> for, look at the project. No, for real though. Like walk around the city. Like do some reconnaissance. If it's so outside of something that you know. Yeah. You got money to go to DC and walk around. You can do that. You can do that. You can do that. You know. <sighs> so uh, the next ones. Are oh my more... god! It's so stupid. The next ones. They're they're short. They're short boys. <laughs> Another short boy adventure. <laughs> but compared to this forty-eight page, it'll be so long. <laughs> Is the shooting stars miniseries? And we got fucking <laughs> we got latte names now. We got cinnamon ice rose and honey. Uh, can I get an ice cinnamon rose honey? Can I please get a tincture? Like what? Yeah. What in the coffee order is this? <laughs> what in the Starbucks arena? So I think is that four with like a fifth boy? I don't know if there's a fifth boy. I have I them upstairs. We'll go look. I don't know if there's a. I I don't know. I know I have the omnibus, but I don't know if there's like an, ex, the an extra boy. Okay. All right. I don't know. Great. Um, we tried. I don't know. <laughs> what did you? What are you? I'd love to hear your thoughts as well as far as what what you would have liked. What would what would the pre what would you like to make for a prequel? Yeah, yeah. Whomst would you like the perspective to be from? Um, We also never fucking found out how she got with the Arnolds. What did we? What we never? We still don't know how the fuck they found Ken Arnold and why she was. Oh my god, that's right. And if it was by from Francis's point of view, she organized this she shit, did. and we would know. He was just a man's hanging around. Maybe she's like, oh, he's going to a family. She's going to a family in D.C. and the end. And Megan's like, well, is it a good family? Should we be gonna financially set it up? And she was like, you should have fucking thought about these questions before you decided to have this baby. This black. I mean, baby. kind of. I don't. We don't like really, really forty-eight pages. You're gonna tell us about Margaret Carlson <laughs> and her bird watching. Nary, How ugly Victoria is. Nary a whisper of Ken Arnold. And you like the name doesn't even come. Like you do. How the fuck did they know Ken Arnold? I don't know. He's not in Virginia. He's not the kind of person that they would just be like, oh, hey, buddy. at an event? <laughs> Where the fuck did he come from? That's a great fucking question. If he's like some grifter, I highly doubt Frances Hudson is like... She didn't vet yeah, that. Take take my... Uh, yeah. Take my Grand illegitimate granswater. Like, <laughs> granswater. This was a hit and a miss. This wasn't even a hit. This, this was, was a swing and a miss. It wasn't even a swing. This, this was a miss. Oh, you know what it was like? This is like the beginning of the like the the Daria like the opening sequence of uh-huh. Daria, yeah. where it shows like they're playing volleyball. Yeah, and the ball goes pa- right past her. Past her, and then after it lands, she puts her hand out to yes to catch it. That's perfect. That's what this is. <laughs> Perfection. Mwah. Um, but yeah, I would love to hear, dear listener. We'd love to no hear your yeah like what would you like yeah. what what do you think what were you doing what were you liking what would you have written as the prequel yeah. let's discuss let's let's touch us <laughs> and then we'll see you next time with more short boys I'm gonna, next is the coffee syrup series i love you dear listener but i did not love this book goodbye bye oh, oh wait no shit yeah, it's okay. yep, yep. yeah no i was gonna stop. i was gonna stop. yeah I Thanks for listening to VC's Pieces Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Technical support was provided by Blue and Matt. Thanks for answering all of my stupid questions.
Music is Dust in My Attic by Broke MC, and that was used under Creative Commons license. Email us at vcspcspodcast at gmail.com with your thoughts or comments. You can also follow us on Instagram. We are at vcspcspodcast. New episodes are released every other Friday to give you time to read along. In the meantime, find your family, step onto the stage, and for God's sake, knock it off with the racial hyperbole. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>